and welcome to this week's Oxcast, your weekly roundup of all the best events happening in and around Oxford. Today's date is Wednesday the 8th of March and this week Jen has loads of excuses to be in the pub. I've got a roundup of some new hobbies but first here's Maddie with some lovely talks. So do you know what Laxton's Fortune, Jazz, Cameo, Discovery, Lord Lambourne and Kanzi have in common? Types of car. No. <laughs> People you don't want to meet in the pub. No, um, they're all types of apple. They're all cultivars of apple, of which over 7,500 are known. As we all know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. So if you want to know more about apples and the myth and mystery surrounding this wonderful fruit, why not go to Apples, the myth and mystery of England's favourite fruit, which is a lecture happening in Rooley House in Wellington Square tomorrow at two o'clock. The lecture's an hour and 15 minutes long and it's being organised by the U3A, so members of the U3A will get in for free. And it's only two quid for anyone else. And I'm told that the um, cafe in the bottom of Rooley House, which is open before the talk, has the most reasonably priced coffee in Oxford. Well, there you go. (laughs) By somebody who went to another U3A talk. (laughs) There you go. We eat a lot of them in the office, actually. Well, I eat a lot. Mm. Yeah. Get through a lot of apples. What's your favourite? I really like Discovery apples, actually. Okay. I like Sharp. Oh, uh, no, my favourite is Elstar. I've never found them in this country, but in France. um, I used to go to this man at the market who had, like, enormous crates full of apples, all different types of apples, and really cheap. Um, French markets always seem to have fruit and veg in the sunshine, just looking... Beautiful. Gorgeous, yeah. relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't seem to come to do that here. No, no. it's a bit wet usually. <laughs> yeah. And not in the same, mm. like, bounty. Mm. Yeah, mm. and 14 different types of onion that are all labelled different things. Yeah, Whereas here exactly. we just have onions. Yeah. <laughs> the next talk, which I'm going to talk about, is we need to talk about Robert, Bob Dylan, and the Nobel Prize for Literature. This one's happening tonight, so that's Wednesday the 8th of March, at half past five in exam schools on the high street. It's free and there's no booking required, luckily, because you haven't got any time to book. Um, And it's a talk by Professor Simon Armitage, the poet. He's the visiting professor of poetry at the moment this year. Mm. Yeah, so we went to a talk in the North Hall that he was giving near the beginning of his Mm. reign. And it's about, obviously... Bob Dylan's accolade of uh, the Nobel Prize, which he got just before Christmas um, for the Nobel Prize for Literature. And he got the prize for having created new poetic expressions within the great American song tradition. And obviously there was some controversy surrounding his um, award because it's never been awarded to a songwriter before. It's actually also not been awarded to someone for um, American English literature since 1993. So it's kind of groundbreaking in several ways. And then also he didn't go and collect the prize. <laughs> it's also never been given to somebody who's less interested. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So um, mm. Professor Simon Armitage is going to talk about that whole furore and all the related um, changes in the world of literature, I suppose. Finally, there's the Cyril Foster Lecture 2017, Fear and Loathing in International Relations. This one's tomorrow at the exam schools again, from five till six. Again, it's free, 
and it's a talk given by Sir Lawrence Friedman, um, and it'll be about the precedent set by the 2003 Iraq War. Uh, Lawrence Friedman is the Emeritus Professor of War Studies at King's College, um, and he's a member of the Iraq Inquiry. He'll be talking about how the aftermath of the war pushed the UK into an arena which, in which terrorist methods were regularly employed and it struggled to cope. The lecture will explore what this might mean for future British interventions. Okay. So mm. really, it was obviously a really important turning point in British politics, and he'll be talking about that. And then there's a drinks reception afterwards. You probably need to drink after that. You, you might probably need to drink will. after that, yeah. yeah. What a range of topics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they get sort of steadily... <laughs> Serious. <laughs> I mean, apples can be serious. They were serious for Snow White. Mm. It was a serious. I problem. wonder if that will be covered. <laughs> From Adam and Eve to Snow White, <laughs> the story of apples. Now, although we're already into March, it's never too late to take up a new hobby. I think we should borrow from the Romans and start the year in March. The reason February has a weird number of days, more or less, depending, is, is because it was the end of the year as far as the Romans were concerned. And I think March is a much better time to make resolutions because you don't have a lot of mince pies still hanging around. <laughs> and true. that makes it easier for a start. Yeah, and yeah. it's a bit warmer. Yeah. And yeah, it's getting lighter. Steps. Don't you yeah. feel like it's time to emerge? And Anyway. Well, <laughs> Look, I'm just looking out the window to the <laughs> rain. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful rain. Um, well, it's time to take this Roman energy and put it into something productive. Swing Train is starting this Thursday and it's happening at the old fire station at 8.15. So it's a bit like Zumba, but instead of having like Latin slash pop music, you're dancing to swing um electro swing and the blues Ooh. so a lot of fun moves so i think they take quite a lot of the moves from the charleston dance mm. so a lot of fun that's what it means that you can't keep your feet still anyway exactly <laughs> so it's perfect they claim that you can burn up to 500 calories per hour which is <laughs> impressive <laughs> that's more than like normal zumba isn't it zumba it's about why is it so 300 cool? Um, I, it does depend on your teacher and how uh, how much effort you put into it. Yeah. Well. They're having a grand opening this Thursday at 8.15 and there's still time to book a place, so don't be put off. Uh, I think if you turn up, it's £6, but if you book online, it's £5, so it's well worth saving a quid. So if you've always wanted to try one of the dance workouts, this might be the one for you. You sound quite tempted. I am quite tempted <laughs> because I really like Zumba. But I also like electro swing. Mm. So, <laughs> and actually, that would be useful skills, probably. Yeah. Uh, mm. As in, it's, yeah, actual good dance yeah. training. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, there are some real uh, good moves in Zumba. That's a really funny one where you have to turn around and you sort of back into it. It's called back into back into back. back. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> but not one that you're likely to crack out on the dance floor. It depends on the dance floor. It depends on the dance floor. <laughs> If you feel inspired by the great pottery throwdown, why not try a pottery class in Jericho? This is being run by Anna Yaden, who is a practicing ceramicist, and her work has been displayed locally, so in the Sarah Wiseman Gallery and nationally, including the Scottish Gallery and the V&A Museum in the wow. craft shop, which is amazing. Mm. So this is a pottery class for all abilities. Um, she mainly focuses on hand building techniques. So if you watched last week's episode, um, it would be like mm. the fruit water jugs that they made. So that was really fun. Was this on the BBC? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. It's another 
Bake Off alike, but yeah, it's I really think much better. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> so you'll be learning uh, coiling, slab work, sculpture, and surface decoration. Hopefully, your your work will go down a bit better than Richard's did with his <laughs> <laughs> rather interesting interpretation of a great water jug. Um, He's so, the Oxfordshire candidate for yes. the uninitiated. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, he's a pub landlord and a Civil War reenactor. Is- Both of which come to the fore in his pottery. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Amazingly. <laughs> I can see how the um, pub landlord bit would come in. Oh, he makes a kind of, you know, this is this is a jug that might be uh, appropriate okay. in the Civil War. And yeah. Let's all have some ale out of it. I liked his blood fountain. That was really cool. <laughs> You'll just have I to catch up. <laughs> you have to catch up. Just flick through. Um, so... The, they're quite small classes, so it's a maximum of three people per class, so booking is essential. The classes take place at The Pottery on 16 Canal Street, and it's on Wednesday from 7 till 9pm and Thursday from 1 till 3pm, and it's £30, which includes the firings, the materials, and the refreshments. Book bargain? Your, yeah, bargain. It's great, and you get to take something home. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> like a pot that you bought would be more expensive than that. Mm. It would, and you get to put your own individual... Touch. Touch to it, yes. Mm. Yeah, we were talking yesterday about how much we love the Pottery Cafe in um, Mm. Summertown, but this is one step better. (laughs) (laughs) Today is International Women's Day, as I'm sure you know, and international women need international music. So I have a selection of uh, music from around the world, which is happening this week. We start with a cappella, but Russian style. So there's none of the falsetto here. Instead, we just have bass and more bass. Um, <laughs> so this is five male singers from St. Petersburg, and they're called the Hermitage Ensemble. And they're presenting a programme which is a mixture of Russian church music and folk songs. And mm. so they wild tales of robbers and um, monks and all sorts of things going on. Uh, this is on Saturday, Saturday the 11th of March, 7.30pm. It's in St. Helens Church in Abingdon. And it's £10 and £8 concessions. Um, and, yeah, have a listen to them. They're on sort of Facebook and YouTube and so on. And wonderful resonant deep bass notes. It's amazing. Um, next, Greek music. Um, this is at the Cellar, also on Saturday night. Um, and this is a group called Musicon. And apparently their name comes from a sort of mixture of music and mosaic, um, which is a, because they sing and play a, a selection of eras and cultural mu- movements within the, the Greek traditions. Um, so music and dance, um, and they play all sorts of weird instruments as well. So they've got a bazooki and also a Cretan lyra, which is like a sort of, like a viol. You can't, I think you play it between your knees and, and it's a bowed instrument, but it's a variation on the mm, whole sort cool. of, like a mini, mini cello. Um, yeah, uh, that's Saturday night, 7 till 10, and that's £10 as well. Uh, and if you fancy a bit more dancing, a soiree dance breton um, is brought to you by Alliance Francaise. So they're aiming to teach people not just about the language of France, but also all sorts of things about the culture. So they're doing a whole range of things at the moment, puppet shows for children and all sorts. Um, this is on Friday this week, Friday the 10th, 7pm at St Margaret's Institute, um, which is in sort of between Jericho and Summertown. Also £10. Live music, beer, cider and crepe as well. Mm. Suitable for all ages and abilities. So they've got a dance troupe. Um, and the, the Breton costume is black and white. So the 
the costumes look quite severe um, and the dances are quite a sort of formal dancing with a lot of footwork so it's a bit like Irish dancing um, and some they sort of all line up and hold hands all the way in a long line and sort of um, hop around and, and circles and things um, yeah so I think they're going to teach you a bit of dancing and do a bit of a display as well Definitely. I went to a fest it's called a festnos in um, in Brittany cool. um, uh, is that like a things. festival of no no all this dancing? Uh, so that's just dance. like the Breton word for a Kaylee. Oh, okay, ah. it's called a festnos, um, and people can be really serious about it. <laughs> the one one of the ones I went to, um, me and my friend were sort of laughing along, and we got it wrong, and that was not the protocol. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I have a feeling that this one is going to have rather more of a balance of people oh, yeah. who don't yeah, know no, so no. well. I'm, I'm sure this one won't be like that. I suspect it's a... Since yeah, a in relaxed. the description it says it's there are crepes a mania. <laughs> I get the feeling this one's a different vibe. <laughs> Taking the dance. It does say putting... easy to pick up, suitable yeah. for all ages. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun though. Cool. So, more opportunities to good exercise and pancakes <laughs> and pancakes if like lady gaga you're just trying to change the world one sequin at a time this saturday at the oxford town hall you have the chance to alter your wardrobe while saving the world with refashion <laughs> sorry i couldn't resist <laughs> Um, Refashion is uh, an event put on by the Oxford City Council and is bringing together businesses, charities, students, volunteers and community groups to highlight the problem of disposable fashion and to give unloved clothing a brighter future. It's lovely. (laughs) Um, I spoke to Maria Warner, team leader for the recycling team at Oxford City Council, about their fashion slash recycling event. So we have the most fantastic free event happening in Oxford Town Hall this Saturday, running from 12 until 6. Um, It's a textile upcycling event, um, and it's really focused on engaging everyone across Oxfordshire in textiles and reuse. Um, We've got some amazing crafting stores. We have a swishing area where you bring along clothes that you no longer want, and you can swap for really good quality items. A lot of the local schools attending, so... um, I think Windmill Primary School will be there and North Kidlington School and Chippy Norton School. Oxfam are putting on a fashion show as well as Orinoco. And um, opening the show this year is the City of Oxford College who have been with us since the beginning and always turn out some most amazing stuff made out of recycled textiles. So come along, get involved and enjoy the day. Brilliant. Uh, can you tell me a bit more about the swishing, what was it? Yeah, swishing. So basically, um, when you're having a sort out and you've got a lot of clothes that you don't want, and they're pretty good quality, um, donating them to charity shops is great. Um, but what you can also do is come along to swishing or swapping events that happen all across the city at swap shops. Um, but at this event, it is bring them along on the day and you can swap from all sorts of items on the rails. So there's dresses. Skirts, trousers, tops, men's, women's, babies' clothes. Mm. And you can swap for whatever you like. So you come along, donate your item, and we'll weigh it. Um, you'll get a token, and then you can just pick something from the rails. Fantastic. Wow. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's yep. amazing. And to be honest, I must say, the skirt I'm wearing today, I got from Refashion last year. So it's definitely worth coming along. It's yeah. some good quality stuff. Ace. Can you tell me a few of the stallholders who will be there this weekend? Yeah, we have got some really good ones this year. Um... I don't even know where to start, to be honest. Orinoco, who are partnering with us for the event, will be there. um, And they're doing some upcycling, textiling things with some reusable canvas bags. Oxfam are there, and they have a store selling their great quality items that they have there. There are 
organisations called Daydream Days, Groovy Sue is there, The Circular Collective, Larkfield Vintage. I mean, the list is absolutely massive. Uh, the best thing to do is probably have a look on our Facebook page or on our website um, to have a look at the full list because it's pretty immense. And I don't want to do anyone a misjustice <laughs> or miss anyone off, but it is, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, my colleague who works as part of Low Carbon Oxford has organised a fantastic array of stores. And there's things you can buy. There's some crafting, upcycling areas where you yeah. can learn some real practical skills as well. I'm really ashamed to say that I didn't know how to sew a button on before I came along to these events. And now I can sew a button on and fix a zip. So, you know, wow, everyone can learn something. So. That's really useful. Yeah. Listen to the full interview to hear a great use for an odd, for odd socks, Maria's best charity shop find, and how to make the most of good quality items. Refashion looks like such a fun event, and there's lots of opportunities to be inspired to upcycle and to find the value in fabrics. I feel really inspired. Cool. I'm looking at all my old clothes thinking, hmm, I could actually alter this, <laughs> and then I might wear it <laughs> again. Yeah. I think mm. you forget, don't you, that if something is just nearly right but not quite actually you could dye it or you could mm. yeah. stitch it differently or you could mm. Mm. change it around so theatre first up I've got Meet Fred which is on at the old fire station tomorrow Thursday the 9th of March at half past seven tickets are £10 or £12 Fred is a puppet who fights prejudice every day whilst going about his normal puppet life <laughs> Um, he faces some problems, his, his living puppet allowance is cut, um, so then he has to work out how to live in a different way. Um, and this is a performance which contains strong language and puppet nudity, so it's not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> but it has been very, very well reviewed. It was highly praised at the Edinburgh Fringe last year by reviewers who said, you will be tickled and devastated by this show and that it's basically one to watch. Um, it was lots of people's highlight of the Fringe, according to their reviews. The, the company, the puppetry company, um, are famous for doing sort of funny, uncomfortable puppetry, um, uh, which is often highly satirical. So that one looks like it's going to be very good. Next up, I've got Bucket List, which is on at the Northwall Arts Centre on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday next week. Tuesday and Wednesday it's on at 8pm and Thursday it's on at half past one. And this is a powerful story of one Mexican woman's fight for justice. It uses phys physical theatre and live music and it has a really strong emotional punch. Again, um, really well reviewed. It was called Powerful Slick and Highly Physical. Um, so... And also, it's political and um, interesting. I want to make you think. Tickets are between ten and sixteen pounds for that one. I'm just thinking about being tickled and devastated. Yeah, at the same time. Mm. I can what imagine what feeling. that. So there's that thing, isn't? What really good theatre, or really good comedy, makes mm. you um, can sometimes make you um, think about why you're laughing yeah mm. um, or you're laughing and laughing and suddenly it's knocked yeah. out from underneath you like oh that's not actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. all funny yeah. yeah Stuart Lee's good at that mm. yeah but I'm also thinking physically tickled and devastated at the same time, so. <laughs> yeah I was thinking about please stop at this please. <laughs> I mean that is often how tickling ends isn't it? Yeah, it is it really stop. is <laughs> 
I was just thinking about the adult puppetry that's gone on recently in, in Torari, the yeah. freak we were talking about last week. Mm. And, yeah, there's some amazing things you can do with puppets. I think, yeah, I, I love it when the, an art form that's, you know, usually for children or, or usually has very strict boundaries gets sort of gets out of them. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Takes there's over. something quite evocative about puppetry, I think. Mm. Yeah, it can be really powerful. Okay, excuses to be in the pub, as if we needed any. <laughs> Loads of things happening in pubs at the moment uh, beyond the drinking. Um, starting with something you probably all know, pub quizzes. The Rusty Pub Quiz uh, we've picked out especially. Um, there are so many around, some are themed, some are general, some involve a tiebreak drawing a picture of the landlord's dog. Um, but this one prides itself on being the most creative quiz. I'm not entirely sure what that entails, but can it be true? You have to go along and see. Um, the next one is Tuesday the 14th of March, Tuesday next week, 8pm. Um, it's £1 to enter, that's the charity entrance fee per person. Um, and that's at the Rusty Bike on Maudlin Road. Um, and they happen every other Tuesday. Um, loads of other pub quizzes. As with all of these things, there's more info on daily information um, about all of these. Um, next, um, as well as quizzes... Uh, you can go along to pubs not just to hear gigs but to make music too um, the old bookbinders have a session that happens weekly on Sundays hosted by um, Lee Davis this is an open mic uh, and Sundays are a popular night for open mics um, there are quite a few around this one is 8 till eight till 11 and it's free apart from the sustenance of course Do um, does the old bookbinders still do peanuts in enormous jars like yeah. they used to yeah. monkey nuts in the big barrel yeah. in the middle yeah, yeah cool um yeah so they're still free aren't they yeah they are free yeah cool yeah. grab a handful of monkey nuts it's wonderful no. free things are great aren't they yeah <laughs> make yeah. you happy oh, i think we can all agree <laughs> um also on sunday nights um musically there's a folk night at the half moon that's a very famous one it's been going on for a million years and that starts at 9 p.m it used to go on all night, but I don't think it does these days. Oh, <laughs> it used, used to always it? to end in a lock-in. But uh, I, I think with uh, Joe Ryan's going, perhaps it's uh, tidied up its, its rules and regulations. Um, again, that one's free, apart from the lubrication. Um, loads of other sessions. There are some really specific music sessions. So there's Galithian Night. There's um, uh, one just for harps, one for ukuleles. There are open mics just for poetry or for comedy. There's a French and Breton night. There's an electric blues night. There's a jazz kitchen. Basically, if you want to do it, then it's, it's going on somewhere. Um, next, Magic Society. Uh, this is actually a university society, but you don't have to belong to the university to go to it. It's free for everybody. This happens in the University Club on Mansfield Road um, every Thursday. So the next one is tomorrow, and it's 7.30 to 8.30. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know that you have to prove your magic before you go, but I suspect there are some revealing talks and discussions about how things work, so mm. uh, you mustn't give away any secrets. They do say on their um, website, don't discuss methodologies on the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> you can just imagine that one getting out. <laughs> cool. And to the last, more serious um, sort of thing, Oxford Sidebar. Uh, the next... Um, event in this series is a neuroscience trilogy so three nights three scientists three talks monday to wednesday next week seven o'clock every night in the st aldate's tavern these are free there are different talks every night so you can go along to one of them or all of them 
Uh, on Monday, Professor Stephen Goodwin is talking about sex, flies and videotape. On Tuesday, Dr. Roger Mars, what makes the human brain different? So what have we got to? On Wednesday the 15th, Professor Simon Butt, has your brain developed normally? Um, and there are podcasts of those if you miss them afterwards. Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, I think generally they're pretty good at having women scientists in there as well, but this happens to be an all-male lineup. Um, they've also started the Pub HD. Uh, see what they did? Um, and this is where three PhD students will tell you about their research in one evening. So it's a series of talks um, just telling you where they've got to so far, I think, really. That's and a really good idea. Yeah, helping them to present their work to a non-specialist audience and helping normal people to understand what's actually going on in the at the rock face of science. Um, Cybar happens normally the third Wednesday of every month, um, apart from this series, which are a bit different. Uh, yeah, and uh, more information about all of these online. You can find us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Um, we are at Daily Info Oxford. Why not enter our Mother's Day competition to treat your mother to a pair of tickets to the Blenheim Palace Flower Show? All you have to do is answer a very simple question and you could win the tickets. Uh, all the information is on our website. If you'd like to get us on your device automatically every Wednesday, never miss an episode, subscribe on iTunes and other popular podcast providers. 